Chapter Two of The Three Bears of Porcupine Ridge. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Three Bears of Porcupine Ridge by Jean M. Thompson. Chapter Two Ring Neck, Leader of the Flying Wedge high above the clouds in the vast spaces of the heavens the wedge-like flock of wild geese travelled unless your ear was very keen you could barely catch the sound of their steady honking cry far down below upon earthland nor could you distinguish the faint outline of the wedge unless there should happen to be a rift in the thick cloud curtain above which they flew all through the night they had journeyed and for many long days and nights before and the flock were becoming very wing-weary still in spite of this they never swerved from their course and kept up their rhythmic plaintive honk 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 as they flew the call was necessary it encouraged the weaklings of the flock and kept the wedge together in unbroken line for should one of the trailers fall far behind he would quickly be swallowed up in the thick mists away up there in the trackless sky alone ahead of the flock flew ringneck the mighty old leader of the flying wedge for years he had led the migrating flock wide and strong were his great black wings never swerving or faltering in their flight while his loud strident honk honk sent back courage to the flock which trailed behind him he it was who gave the first signal for migrating telling them when it was time to leave the sheltered wildness of the southern lagoon where they had wintered with its deep coverts and long trailing mosses and start north each year his kindred trustingly followed where he led them thousands of long weary miles usually the flock flew all night if the moon chanced to be bright you might see from earth the shadowy forms of the geese and flocks of migrating birds passed swiftly across the surface of the moon just behind ringneck flew the next most important bird of the flock blackcrest a young gander who in time would probably fall into line as chosen leader of the flock in case the old king should drop out in fact even now ringneck had often to fight for his high position for each year blackcrest grew more and more jealous of the leadership and but for the terrific beatings which the old leader gave him from time to time to teach him his place the younger goose would certainly have been leader but ringneck had no idea of giving way to this younger bird no not until his eyes grew too dim to pierce the mists or his great wings too feeble to lead the flock honk 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 called ringneck steadily and clearly slowing down his steady wing movement a trifle and floating then at a signal the whole flock began to drop very gently to earth following their leader down down they fell now they were below the heavy white cloud masses but still far above the morning mists ringneck was leading them to feeding grounds and water finally with swift wings he plunged straight through the mist curtain and there right beneath the wedge gleamed a beautiful lake spread out in the sunrise like a great silvery mirror the flock were tired out and glad enough that their leader had decided to rest 
he seldom failed in his calculations and could always locate water no matter how high he might be flying and always when he gave the signal to descend they sighted the welcome pond honk honk come on follow me called ringneck reassuringly plunging eagerly straight for the lake then all of a sudden he slowed down swerving a trifle and uttering a warning cry to the flock to hold back now what ringneck had seen with his sharp eyes was that close among a thicket of reeds and cattails he had sighted a strange flock of geese slowly fanning the air with his great wings keeping himself afloat and holding back the flock ringneck swerved toward the strangers there were six of them all of equal size and his keen old eyes flashed down upon them with curiosity and jealousy as he watched them floating calmly about upon the water never had he encountered such strange geese before stiffly they floated rocking gently upon the water but the strange part of it all was they neither dipped nor flirted their wings or moved their rigid heads about as all his own wild kindred always did when they struck water no these strange geese simply held their heads in a stiff fixed position were they swimming resting or feeding or simply keeping still biding their time insolently waiting for ringneck to lead his weary flock to water and then perhaps fall upon them tired out as they were and drive them afar now ringneck was old and stubborn and very brave so he made up his mind not to give in to the strangers but as he wanted the coveted lake for his own flock he determined to drive them off uttering a loud strident scream of rage he swooped like an arrow down toward the strangers with wildly whirling wings he beat the air trying to frighten them to rise from the water bang 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 snapped out the duck hunter's gun for he had been cleverly concealed not very far away from his wooden decoy ducks only ringneck had been so taken by the decoys that he had not seen him as the gun spoke down fluttered old ringneck the leader and before the smoke and dropping feathers cleared the gun pealed out and three of the flock fell into the water and the hunter soon had them in his bag but not so ringneck for the shot had merely disabled one wing so that he lay spread out flapping helplessly upon the water trying vainly to rise in air no use and soon with snapping beak and strong wild thrusts of his black feet he was fighting off the hunter but it was no use he was finally made a prisoner well old fellow commented the hunter to himself i've shortened your proud career for a while i reckon you're a mighty fine specimen of a goose leader of the flock i expect and he examined admiringly ringneck's glossy head and the changeable feathers of his neck circled about with its silver ring gradually trying to calm his wild struggles as he smoothed his beautiful plumage then the hunter made up his mind not to kill ringneck for he had another better plan he resolved to train the wild goose as a decoy and put him in among the wooden birds perhaps who knows remarked the hunter you will be able to call down the rest of your flock if they come back this way next fall i'll try you and see so ringneck was spared and then began his training as a decoy just so long as the wild geese continued to fly north each morning 
very early ringneck was thrust into a bag and taken with the hideous wooden decoys to the lake he soon learned to hate and despise the clumsy imitation birds and at first tried to rise and fly away from them but his wing was not strong enough to sustain him and so he always fell back weakly among them where he would peck and jostle them about angrily but as the wooden things never showed fight he soon tired of them and let them alone diving and feeding floating naturally and contentedly upon the lake among the stupid decoys he it was who heard the first faint honk honk of a coming flock of geese then he would become wildly excited and send back a loud answering cry fluttering his wings and tolling the strange birds down to their doom not that ringneck wished the hunter to shoot them which he always did if they came near enough but somehow ringneck always hoped that the flock might be his own perhaps he even hoped to warn them away at any rate ringneck soon became a very valuable decoy to the hunter who grew very fond of him as soon as the wild geese ceased to fly over the hunter left the lake for the season was over nor would it open again until autumn when the birds flew back south stopping at the lake upon their journey to rest so ringneck became a decoy no longer but was allowed his freedom about the lodge strangely enough he had lost all his wild desire to fly northward and join the flock even though the association with the decoys had been galling with each week his lame wing grew stronger however and finally his old wild nature stirred within him and he flew off alone ringneck became strangely lonely for it was hard for the old leader to be without the companionship of the flock after floating and feeding out on the lake all day at night he would beat down the coarse grass with his strong webbed feet and crouching low he would tuck his broad beak beneath his wing and try to sleep and forget his loneliness but often he was disturbed for a crafty fox or some enemy a wild night prowler would thrust aside the reeds and then with whirring frightened thrashings and terrified squawks ringneck would fly to the water for safety at daybreak he would feed near the banks plunging down deep into the mud and ooze at the bottom searching among the snake-like lily roots and water weeds for fresh clams crawfish and in the shallows for shoals of little silvery minnows one morning he rose to the surface of the water flirting his great burnished wings and sending showers of pattering drops over the lily pads and suddenly stretching out his glittering neck he uttered a loud hoarse call full of pleading and loneliness a cry of longing for his kindred then from a little hidden inlet to his joy and surprise came back a meek answering reply honk 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 with swift steady strokes ringneck followed the call and there he found her a beautiful green-headed duck one of his own flock she had dropped out of the flying wedge weeks before and had not had courage to join them again perhaps she had even been wounded by the hunter and had not been able to fly at any rate she was very lonely and soon ringneck made his presence known and after consulting together they built a beautiful nest high and dry upon a little reedy island right in the middle of the lake and there they raised ten young geese 
there were few lonely moments now for ringneck and his mate for the young birds had to be taught to forage for food and most important of all as soon as their wing feathers grew they must learn to fly and strengthen their wings for long flights for ringneck knew that before the lake filmed over with its first ice the flock must be far away in the southern lagoon where no frost or cold could reach them all summer long the old birds trained the young geese for their long journey and then when the frost began to touch the tips of the tallest trees down in the lowlands and to nip the little fox grapes the migrating instinct came to ringneck and his mate another bear came to ringneck perhaps when the flocks began to move southward the hunter would come back and once as if to remind him he heard the crack of the terrible rifle off in the woods and saw the thin trail of smoke which he knew that day he flew back almost panic-stricken to the island and with his mate and family nestled hidden together in the thick tangles of water-weeds all that night early the next morning before the mists had lifted from the bosom of the lake they all took to the water to feed but somehow ringneck was overcome with his restless instinct of migrating so that he failed to feed with the others he would float about nervously ruffling his feathers and flapping the water with his strong wings uttering little short wild calls to his mate until at last she became as excited as he then suddenly afar off from somewhere beyond the blue hills ringneck detected a faint strangely familiar sound honk 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 it sounded every instant coming plainly nearer and nearer until ringneck almost wild with expectation and excitement would make little sudden flights above the water screaming and darting back to his mate again and again plainly he was trying to urge her to join him in long flight she flew with him a short distance then back to the water uttering little reassuring quacks then ringneck joined her and they urged the little ones to follow them all the time the great wild flock were coming nearer and nearer and soon they were hovering right over the lake ringneck rose from the water giving a strange unusual cry then from far above floated back a ringing answering challenge he had been answered and recognized it was his old lost flock and at their head flew black crest his enemy their new leader winging with great wide swift circles ringneck soon caught up with the wedge then followed a whirling flashing of wings far up there in space a handful of feathers floated down and when blackcrest whipped and beaten as he had never been before dropped back into second place as usual ringneck their old proud leader took his position again at the head of the flying wedge swerving low almost to the bosom of the lake he led the flock downward calling all the time in loud commanding voice for his family to join him back came the answering calls of his faithful mate as she and the young geese rose from the water in a body and took their places falling into the tail end of the wedge as the great wild flock headed by ringneck went honk honking away to the southern lagoon for the winter end of chapter two